0: Sell the team, that was the chance, uh, those were the chance Said Washington, as the Washington Commanders fans demanded that their team owner sells the team, he's, a, he's an owner that has been surrounded by controversy, uh, Controversy. I think it's fair to say uh, Gerard and the only reason he's still there probably is because the uh, Broncos owners decided to sell up last year, otherwise I think there's a good chance the NFL might have just taken it off him last year and sold it themselves
1: tell you what he's a crafty wee man old dan snyder he is he's a bit like the uh the better call Saul of the nfl uh he, he's finding all sorts of uh you know uh dirt on uh, on other owners and, and whatever stuff that they've been up to so he's he's basically waging war against uh, uh some of the other owners if they decide to try and you know push him out so uh yeah be interesting to watch see how that goes but to be fair we're we're about three years down the track and everyone is basically sitting here wondering how on earth Dan Snyder is still able to do what he does. It's, it's, it just lacks any sort of logic in this day and age. Well, am I r- right in thinking
0: that he has had several um, uh, harassment com- uh, complaints against him um, pretty much covered up by the NFL over the years and, uh, and now it's all sort of starting to come to a head? Is, is that part of the problem?
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of allegations over a number of years from a number of different people. Uh, I think at one point there was an entire uh, cheerleading squad um, pressing um, sort of uh, charges or you know complaints against Dan and and the organization itself. So uh, it does definitely go back quite a way, uh, and it is it's really sad, I guess, that uh, it's taken so long for you know, for things to really come up and actually start getting to the point where, you know, there might actually be some movement on this issue. Uh, but, you know, it's the NFL. We don't really know anything these days. It's all uh, all upside down. So uh, whatever is going to happen will happen. Well, I've been talking to Logan about this a bit um, in, in the
0: last few days because, I mean, it feels like, and I get it from an NFL point of view, right?
1: Well, now, you know, especially the owner as well. So uh, a lot of things going on and inside that entire organization which just need a, a real good look at and uh, you know maybe a, a big clean out of sorts or in terms of how you can do it yeah
0: it's a, it's a tough one for the NFL given you know it's so many millions of dollars and there's you know I know there are a lot of millionaires in America but the millionaires that want to own NFL teams is the question um, and who are able to do it and then maybe pass I don't know if they have a, a fit and proper owner's test maybe that's something they need to bring in but um, the, the, they've got a few issues in front of them there before they really clean house uh, Someone in, called in Jay-Z, NFL.
1: mate Someone called Jay-Z, he doesn't own enough sports teams He can. Uh, he yeah, that's true one. <laughs> yeah, Jay,
0: uh, Who do you think Jay-Z would want to buy? I mean, I don't even know where <laughs> Jay-Z's from where's, where's, where's,
1: where's, where's he from originally? Yeah, he's a New York boy, so he'd be all about either the Giants or the Jets. I'd probably have a guess at the Giants for, for no real reason whatsoever.
0: Yeah, okay. Alright, <laughs> so maybe Jay-Z to be the next owner of the Giants. Hey, <laughs> a, a player that you know a bit about being a, a tragic Atlanta Falcons fan who got touched up by the Bengals this weekend. We're doing this, are we? We're doing this, we're doing this. We are doing this. Uh, but Matt Ryan, who's no longer with the Falcons, uh, he, he's at the Colts this season. Uh, seven starts, he's had 11 seven fumbles and nine interceptions, and word is now that he is going to be benched for the rest of the season. Uh, seems, I mean, I know he hasn't played particularly well, but that uh, offensive line of, of the Colts probably does need a bit of work. I mean, I, I thought that they've, they've shown really uh, promising signs, the Colts, this season, with, with Matt Ryan at quarterback. Are you surprised at this news?
1: Look, I'm actually not, to be honest. Uh, it's, it's a funny one with Matt Ryan. Got a lot of respect for Matt and what he did with the Falcons. He had obviously an MVP season. Came within a whisker of winning a Super Bowl for the franchise. Um, but to be honest, over the past few years, his play, it, it really it got to a point where it just wasn't manageable in Atlanta. So that when they traded him away last year for really next to nothing, they traded him to the Colts for something like a third-round pick. And I was actually happy to see him go. Um, I actually felt it was time for change. Um, and I felt like Matt was, I don't know, he he just for me, when he was operating behind an offensive line that it wasn't rock solid on protection, he just had the mobility of a 1980s vacuum cleaner and he just couldn't escape pressure. The the pressure would come on him, the pass rushes would come at him, and he'd sort of see them coming at him, and lots of times he'd actually just take a knee, just sit down and 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 accept the sack instead of trying to escape and 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 throw the ball downfield. So I can actually understand a lot of the problems that the Colts are having this year. I actually liked to think that they might do better with Matt Ryan because of their setup, their better offensive line in theory, uh, their better running game in theory, and their better defense in theory. But uh, none of that has really panned out for them. So uh, in terms of what Matt Ryan is actually putting out, I sort of look on, uh a bit like a a jilted ex just going ah yeah that's that's kind of the the problems that we had before, you know <laughs>
0: right, I'm with you, so
1: what you're saying is that when
0: Colin Kaepernick took a knee, he was still more forward thinking than Matt Ryan. <laughs>
1: Absolutely right. Someone tell Matt Ryan to take the knee off the field rather than on the
0: field. (laughs) Maybe that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. Hey, I saw a tweet today. I don't know if you if you've seen it, and it it did make me laugh. But it was a picture of Michael Jordan in a Wizards singlet and Shaq in a Celtics singlet, and it just had Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers right now written across the top. I did see that one. (laughs) Two celebrated quarterbacks, of course, uh, both struggling. I mean, Tom Brady's Bucks uh you know only three points this weekend they got beaten by a Panther's team who were one and five going into the game uh Green Bay have now lost three on the bounce they're three and four and 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 lagging behind the Vikings uh in the NFC North what is going on mate are we are we finally seeing a
1: changing in the guard here? Well, look, it's been a really troubling sort of period for for Tom Brady personally. He's had a lot of things going on in his life which have, have definitely uh, not gone the way that he is accustomed to. He's, he's a man used to succeeding and doing well in, in whatever he does. Uh, I remember watching the, um, the the Man in the Arena series uh, last year and, and thinking, you know, this is a guy who he seems to have, you know, everything under control. But, uh, you know, as, as it turns out, you know, life is a funny old game and um, things don't often uh, go exactly how you planned, and it's now actually you know filtering out to 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 the football team as well. Let's not forget that the Buccaneers they had a, a change of head coach this year. They brought in Todd Bowles following the retirement of Bruce Arians. Now that, that's a big change. I know that Todd Bowles was actually part of the setup as the defensive coach uh, previously, but being the head guy that, that's a completely different ball game. So uh, him coming in and assuming the role a big changeover. Personnel wise, they they kept. A lot of things solid, albeit that they did have a lot of problems on the offensive line through either guys leaving through free agency uh, and a few injuries picked up along the way as well. So the offensive line have been underperforming. Uh, The week before, Tom had been actually giving them a good spray for uh, what they were doing or not doing for them. Uh, And it's it's, it's just bubbling away a little bit over there in Tampa Bay at the moment. Things are not clicking. Uh, They do still have a lot of firepower. Obviously, the highlight from that Panthers game was the uh, Mike Evans drop, where he was wide, wide open. Like he was was about as wide open as you could possibly ever get, uh, and dropped the ball on his way to what would have been a touchdown. And that just set the tone for them. Um, And and yeah, they they took a they took a knee against the uh, the lowly Panthers, who had you know the previous week they'd gotten rid of their coach, thrown away their running back, and and also got rid of a wide receiver. So it turns out that uh, they, they can actually do a little bit better without those pieces in their camp Uh, but the Buccaneers they will be they'll be pretty I wouldn't say downcast I think they'll be probably more frustrated that seems like more Tom's uh, method operandi Um, he's 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 the guy who will fire them up and say hey let's get this going don't forget a couple of years ago heading into the buy round around mid-season they were actually looking pretty scratchy so after the buy a few things just came right and they started to click and Hey, Presto! They were on their way to winning the Super Bowl, but not saying that's going to happen this year. But uh, they they do have the ability to get back to a high level, so I'd expect them to to bounce back at some stage hoping they don't because uh, the Atlanta Falcons are in the same division. But um, but yeah, we'll see what happens with those bucks. Yeah, well it seems like NFC
0: South has become NFC East, hasn't it? They've taken on that, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the team leading the uh, the division is 3-4 and four, losing record. Uh, what about the NFC West? The Seattle Seahawks lead that 4-3 and three over the Rams who are 3-3. Three and three. The 49ers are 3-4 and four, and the Cardinals are 3-4. and four. That looked like a stacked division at the beginning of the season and I think we talked about it and thought they've lost Russell Wilson. The Seahawks have blown everything up. they going to start again they're in rebuild mode they'll they'll probably be the one team in the nfc west we won't see postseason
1: um what's happening yeah good question uh actually a few of the analysts on the um the fox coverage from the states yesterday that were asking the same question they were like how do we actually figure out this whole nfl thing and they've been watching the game for 50 years so uh yeah it's a, a little bit of a surprise what the seahawks are doing sitting at four and three Good effort. They had a good win against the Chargers yesterday, which I fully expected to go the other way. Uh, but to be fair, the the Seahawks just they did what they needed to do. They they completed passes from quarterback Geno Smith. He's not setting the world on fire, but that's not really what he has to do. They're playing solid ground game with a rookie running back going well, Kenneth Walker, uh, and and the defense is making plays as well. They were making the the Chargers' offense actually look fairly ordinary. So I'm not sure if that was maybe a mixture of the Charges offense actually being fairly ordinary. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they're actually they're doing well. They're overachieving at this point. Um, what I would look at as well, though, uh, just a couple of interesting things that uh, the 49ers, before they were beaten this week against the Chiefs, they were actually starting to come right and find their groove. Um, and I feel as though that may be coming. I feel as though that they can kick into gear. So they're sitting at three and four, as are the Arizona Cardinals, who just welcomed back the guy named Deshaun Hopkins. And all of a sudden, their offense looks like a completely different team. He made that much of a difference for this side coming in, uh, making a million catches and getting a bunch of yards, and also at points just calming quarterback Kyler Murray down. So I'm actually looking at those two teams, even though they're sitting at three and four uh, on the <laughs> on positions in the in the division, but also three and four on their records. I think that they could start getting something going. Uh, the Rams, of course, this week have had a buy, so they're sitting at three and three. No one quite knows exactly what's going on with them. Um, especially uh, your producer, Logan Swinkles. Um so yeah, that that's that's a real up in the air type of um, division there, and I think that that could actually get quite close as the season rolls on. Yeah, Logan,
0: uh, I didn't realise as a proponent of sign language, he (laughs) he made a sign in your direction when you said that. There we go. Um, I'm I'm keen to cut him off. (laughs) End the call. (laughs) A couple of other things, mate. Patrick Mahomes um, yesterday for the Chiefs. I mean, that game went back and forth with the Niners. In the end, though, 423 passing yards, in that game, the most that the 49ers have conceded since a peak Aaron Rodgers back in 2018. Um, we talk about the Rams, so we're not sure what they're what, what's going on there. But are the Chiefs back? Are the Chiefs going to be uh, Super Bowl
1: contenders now? Oh, Absolutely. I still think they're right in the mix. Uh, obviously, they were beaten last week against the Bills, who are a very good side as well. So I think the Chiefs and the Bills are going to be you know, running into each other at some stage as we head to the pointy end of the season. The Chiefs played well, putting up 44 points against that 49ers' defense. That's a really good effort. Uh, a, a few massive plays, especially in the second half, where they got into third and long situations. I'm talking third and 15, third and 20. And they're actually, actually able to make big plays on those, which which made a huge difference. All of a sudden, instead of punting the ball away, you're marching upfield and getting yourselves some points. So, uh, those kind of plays, it just seems to be a, a Patrick Mahomes thing. You know, he gets in the third and long, and all of a sudden, he just gets out his magic wand and ooh, makes a bit of magic happen. So, um, I'd be disappointed as a 49ers fan because there they were, they were at home and they were welcoming the Chiefs in who'd been beaten the previous week. Uh, the 49ers had just done a blockbuster trade for Christian McCaffrey, the star running back, brought him into the stables, and he actually played pretty well, um, given a, a limited sort of uh, preparation within the team. So they'll look to get cooking. But, um, yeah, I was disappointed with the 49ers' defense in terms of they they weren't able to hold the Chiefs as much as they they should have been able to based on previous weeks. I know that uh, Bosa, uh, Nick Bosa, the, the defensive end, was coming back from injury and people were asking what level he was working at, what percentage of uh, ability he was able to go. Um, but, yeah, they'll be disappointed they weren't able to you know, shut down the Chiefs. Sure, you've got to score more than 23 points on offense, but you've also got to restrict the Chiefs to less than 44 on, <laughs> on the other side of the ball because uh, if you let them do that, then they're likely to take you to the cleaners.
0: Yeah, yeah, indeed they are. Now, uh, today we've got the, the Pats up against the Bears. I have taken the Pats minus 8.5 at Um What do you think, mate? How, how do you think this is going to play out? Mac Jones is is back starting after that high ankle sprain, but, I mean, Bailey Zappi's been pretty a pretty
1: good backup. Yeah, a little bit disappointed, actually, for Bailey Zappi. I was quite enjoying watching what he was able to do. In a number of ways, he was able to be a little bit more free with what he was doing. Than Mac Jones, maybe it was just the lack of expectation on him or, or whatnot, but uh, but they've, he's done a, a very good job for them as a, a relief pitcher of sorts. Of course, they get Mac Jones back today, and you know uh, they'll be happy about that. I would tend to think that it would be a very defensively. Uh, orientated game this one today. Uh, both the the Patriots and the Bears have they've got stellar defenses and maybe less than stellar offenses. So uh, I would expect it to be a like bashing a couple of bricks together for, for quite a while for uh, for a long period of the game. But um, I would expect overall that Bill Belichick he has a good way of of getting his team, especially his defense, to just really make quarterbacks and and coaches on the opposition that that if they don't know exactly what they're doing out there, uh, they can be really shown up by Bill and his his Pats.
0: Well, that's the thing. I mean, I look at the Pats the last couple of games, and and I know we've got a different quarterback in uh, because Mac is back in, but 29 points on Detroit, 29 points to zip, 38-15 over the Browns. They certainly seem to be finding their offensive feet a bit, the Pats, or are they just playing teams with rubbish (laughs) defence?
1: Uh, maybe a little from column A and Column B perhaps there. Um, yeah, look, they've 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 done done what they need to do. Uh they know who they are as a football team, which is a good a good start because they're not gonna go out there and, you know, set the world on fire with, you know, six passing touchdowns like you're a Kansas City or a Buffalo Bills type team. They're more of a you know, stout defense, play solid run game and just make make plays and generally the short passing game from the quarterback position. So that's exactly what they've been doing for about the past Twenty plus years, and it's worked pretty well for them. So they're, they're they're doing that. They know their identity. They know exactly what they want to do. That's why Bill Belichick never really seems to stress about too much about things like oh, who's going to be your offensive coordinator? Blah blah blah. <laughs> Ordinarily, for other teams, that'd be you know having kittens in those kind of scenarios. But Bill's like, you know, you know what? We got it all under control. We know exactly what we're doing. So uh, if they can just go out there and just pound it a bit uh, and just really make life difficult for Justin Fields, the the quarterback of the Bears. Um, they could, yeah, they, it could, it could be a bit of a blowout to be fair, but uh, you never know. <laughs> this is the NFL, and uh, frankly, uh, making any bet is uh, is really fraught with huge risk.
0: Yeah, well, the Bears did beat the Niners first game of the season. I do, I do remember that. I do remember that. And you know, and if you are Bill Belichick, I guess you you can afford to send your offensive coordinator on loan to the Detroit Lions or the Chicago Bears for a year or two, because you know you're going to get them back.
1: That's right, like a boomerang. Like a boomerang.
0: uh... Like a boomerang.
1: (laughs) Good stuff, Gerard.
0: Thanks for coming on, mate. Go well and we'll uh, catch up soon. Enjoy that Pat Spears game today. Awesome. Sounds good, mate. Let's get some football. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.